right, uh, my name's Aaron, and it's my friend Lucas. We're just hanging out in our garage, having a little conversation. How you doing? Good to, good to be here. And uh, we'll be covering some topics tonight. Uh, nothing's uh, written in stone as far as what we're going to be talking about. Could be going from uh, politics, religion, current issues of the day. Whatever comes up. Yeah, we'll just see what happens. And uh, It's a conversation. It's a conversation between two good friends. I've known Lucas for, gosh, how long have we known each other now for? Probably 17 days. I, I met you 17 days ago. I would say 17 days, maybe. Outside that trash can? Yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this, and uh, we'll see where this conversation leads. All right, so um, talk with my friend Lucas tonight. We came up with this. Uh, I kind of put this question out here about uh, the issue of abortion, and we're talking about uh, how that has been uh, used or not yep. used in in uh, Democrats who are pro-life, basically. And I said. Um, that when I vote, I'm a Republican, and I vote about 5% on abortion, and I'm pretty intense pro-life on abortion. But a lot of people, they make that their own issue. That's their sole issue, or pretty much. And for me, I, I wouldn't say it's a minor issue. It's just that there's so many other issues that I, I see the bigger picture. And the thing is, is once you have the right answer about abortion, there's legal and logical issues that relate to all sorts of other things. So, <clears throat> yeah, you said before that we're talking about like abortion being uh, something like a small percentage of the, of the, an issue for you because it's kind of a there's so many other things related to it. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of curious about what were you talking about? What other kind of things are related to it that maybe people are not thinking about? Because from my perspective. Uh, it's easy for me to just look at, I mean, obviously, from my perspective, I'm, I'm pro-life, and so uh, abortion, I would be totally against it, and, and I'm seeing it from a certain worldview that I have. What percentage do you think you'd vote that way? Uh, I guess if, if there was a, a candidate running, and they were uh, running on a platform, but they were going to end abortion there was a very strong anti-abortion person I'd, I'd probably say that's I, I couldn't even give it a percentage maybe okay uh, maybe a hundred percent of an issue for me is why I would choose to vote the way I did the reason I ask you is because let's say there's a socialist candidate and he's just weird and okay. he, he's pro-life would you vote for that candidate over a capitalist who was pro-choice oh that's a tough question that's a, that's a tough question. Um, so that's a, that's the prism I'm looking at it yeah. through. Because there are pro-life people in like Britain, for example, but they're they're socialists. So I, I the way I look at it is they don't connect the dots like they should, or at least how they should in America. I don't know how, I don't know British politics that well. Socialism is kind of more entrenched there so if you're looking at if you're looking at just deciding who you want as as uh, who you're going to vote for and who you're going to ask to or to look for to run the country mm -hmm. uh, it's easy for me to get locked yeah. into one issue yeah. and all sure. of my decisions on who I'm going to vote for or what I'm going to support 
or what kind of things I'm going to talk about yeah. and how I'm going to frame uh, my political perspective. Yeah. Should it all be based on one issue? Now, abortion is a huge issue because a lot of people would say, what other issue is there? <laughs> I mean, what, what other thing is more important than the life of the unborn? Yeah. Well, you're voting for president of the United States, right? This is the topic. You're not voting for mayor or whatever. Depends on the office you're talking about. If you're talking about sheriff, there's there's different issues. Um, the president has certain powers, so you have to think about it through the lens of the presidency, what the presidency is. The president does not have power to make law on his own. He has significant lawmaking powers, so he can veto bills, for example. He can initiate legislation by suggesting it at the State of the Union, for example. Okay. Um, he can comment about the meaning of the Constitution. He can uh, nominate Supreme Court justices. He can nominate federal officers like head of Health and Human Services, which is a very important office in terms of abortion. Most of our abortion issues in the last 10 years have come because of the HHS secretary and you know suing little sisters of the poor for example okay because okay. they don't provide abortifacients free okay you know or something like that um, so there's a lot there but but what the presidency is is so much bigger than that I mean, the president is the commander-in-chief of the military, for example. That's kind of a big thing. He's got the nuclear codes. He deals with... He's the, he is the face of the United States to the entire world. And there are a host of issues there that have nothing to do with abortion directly. But they are logically related to abortion, I think. So uh, one, for example, is like, you know, China... It's a communist country. What do you think? They're pro-life or pro-choice? I think they're pro-China. They are pro-choice all the way. In fact, they're pro-abortion. That's not an accident. Okay. Every pagan uh, government on earth is pro-choice. That's not an accident. So it becomes... And, and, and this is a little bit related to how I grew up. Um, mm -hmm. Just, um, I don't know, small town, and uh, the perspective was this, is that, you know, the issue of abortion would be a hinge issue, kind of like Second Amendment or guns or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, it didn't shock me the first time I heard statements like, uh, you know, over my dead body, or, you know, <laughs> people with images of guns and like, come and take it. Um, yeah. Because I grew up with that, and that was, right. that's very much a part of the mindset of how I grew up. And pro-death penalty, right? Yes, yes. Sure. And um, these are all logically related. And so I see these issues as being limited government. The only issue that's out there. I mean, it is the one hinge issue that we, uh, me coming from a small town. I know you're from a small town too, but uh, that would be like the one or two issues that we would judge. 
not just a political candidate, but we were the new guy in town who was opening a yeah. gas station or a sandwich shop. Yeah. The first thing people would say before you send someone over to Sal's uh, sandwich shop <laughs> would be like, well, how, how is, where does he stand on guns? You know, or yeah. where does he stand on abortion? Before, I don't think that's bad. Yeah, before we would even, you know, go to a, a new business or, or, or you know, uh, go to use someone's new mechanic shop or something like that, you know, we would find out, well, well where, does, where does this guy stand? Or if you heard, that, you know, hey, sure. the guy that opened the new burger joint down at the other end uh, of town, he's um, he's anti-gun. In a small town, no one would go there. <laughs> so the issue, it, and unfortunately, he may have the best burgers on the planet, <laughs> and he actually may have better health standards than all the other sloppy Joe places in town. Um, but the hinge issue is he's against guns. So even though you could get food poisoning at Dusty's Drive-In, <laughs> <laughs> you're still gonna go to Dusty's Drive-In because he's Dusty's pro-gun, even though he hasn't cleaned a dish in 20 years. So <laughs> is, this, is that a fair comparison of the Office of the Presidency? Is how he manages our nation uh, overall versus that, that, it's a, that it's issue? A, I, I would say it's a starting point. Okay. And that's as I'm speaking as an educator, and you're an educator too. So you know that people's attention spans is gold when you're an educator. Mm. And you also know that there is a limited attention span. Yeah. The government is so big, you don't have the attention span for it. And in fact, I would say that the new president doesn't know how big the government is until seven years in office. Constantly learning about this, oh, this agency, I never even knew it existed. Okay. It's so huge. There are so many federal regulations. You're talking about tens of thousands of pages just this year. That's, that's not even total. I'm talking about added this year, you know. Okay. Sometimes it's thousands of pages added in a day to the federal register. So there's a level of, uh, obviously, there's a level of competency you're expecting from a leader. There's a level of complexity here that is beyond the human person to control. Okay. And so, I mean, it's obviously beyond the voters because the voters don't, they're not they don't get paid $400,000 a year to figure this out like the president does, right? Mm. And they don't have the power. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, abortion is a very small part of that in terms of a percentage. In terms of the issue, um, here's another issue is that pro-choice people don't believe that they're for murder. Some, some, maybe some do, but most probably don't. Right. They just don't believe they're for murder. They they think that it's it's something other than murder that's happening, self defense, or they don't even believe that the fetus is a human being. Even if you say it's a human fetus, they still don't believe it's a human being. It's totally irrational, but that's what they believe. So from their perspective, someone who's pro life, they. They don't understand. They can't even yeah. put into their framework why we're making such a big deal from our position. Because really, it's a matter of of, of of choice. And the life part, 
doesn't really factor in as much in their decision. It's not about life, it's about choice for them. And they haven't, they, well, I don't know whether deliberately they don't want to connect the two, that it's, it's not about a life, it's about their choice, a woman's choice in this case. Um, Actually, that's even up for debate now. I mean, you can't make this up. I mean, Democrats are now saying that men can have abortions. I mean, that's how out of... So, I mean, when you when I say that abortion by itself is a 5% issue, I mean, you know, the transgender issue is, is inching in there to the 6 or 7% because it's so crazy what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it shouldn't surprise you because if you can't defend a human being, well, then obviously you're going to have a problem defend, defining... Um, words like man mm. you know or a man or, or marriage a, or, or whatever a woman. it is yeah sure so there's these are all logically related but but I believe that people are created in the image of God and have rights from God that the government cannot you know take away mm-hmm. uh so where I, when I extrapolate that throughout the other issues, there's other issues like, for example, the, the growth of the administrative state uh, at all levels, lo- local, county, state, and federal, that make it harder than necessary for people to make a living. And I believe that people have the right to life but they also have a right, once they're alive, to, to make a living, yeah. to liberty. Exactly. Think of the Declaration of Independence. Yeah. And that turns out to be a huge percentage of why I vote the way I vote. I voted for the Republican recently because he's slashing regulations that make it harder to make a living. Unreasonably harder to make a living. That's, and that's going against the right to liberty. The right to make a living is fundamental to the right yeah. supporting the right to life. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I'm almost looking at this from another perspective now. Okay. Is that maybe what we should look for leaders is, uh, and I, I don't know how to put this in a way that makes sense, but someone who believes in individual freedoms, mm-hmm. someone who de- who... Uh, believes that there's a fundamental right, like you said, if you are here and you're alive, then you should have some fundamental, and I would say God-given rights to, I, I, okay, so I believe that, that um, God made us for, for joy, to, to enjoy our life, what he's made us. Now, man has done a great job of messing that up. But I almost feel like Woman it's. Too. <laughs> that's right. I think, I think man has um, an incredible opportunity to enjoy the life. And in, inside of the word enjoy is the word joy. I almost, I almost feel like it's our. It's I have a duty to to do things in my life that bring happiness hmm. for my to live in a life that's that's. I mean, what a amen. What a cry. What a a woman. What a <laughs> what a what a. It'd be so sad from God's perspective to see uh, just people who are 
miserable or people who um, don't enjoy the time that they have um, and, and they're living for who knows what well they're you know may not may or may not be living for God but fundamentally I believe that we are meant to not only enjoy God forever but to have joy and happiness in the time that we're here if you have yeah. a leader who is interested in controlling and consolidating his power and limiting the freedoms of people. And in, in, in the United States, we've, gosh, we've enjoyed so many freedoms that I've just taken for granted. So many freedoms that people around the world don't have. And those freedoms, I feel like, are being taken away from us. Um, I think that's where, if you have a leader who looks at the fundamental right to freedom, then you've got people who can practice their religion the way that they want. We can have churches. We can have um, less restrictions on what we communicate, on what we say. And, 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 and yeah. I mean, I, I can't even believe in recent years Merry Christmas has become an issue. You could, you know, there's an issue where you could say Merry Christmas and then yeah. it was Happy Holidays. And then you couldn't say holidays because that meant Holy Days. And um, so. That's why I say Joseph Christmas. <laughs> What do you have against Merry Christmas? I, uh, you have something against Mary? I, I just I just think Mary was important too, but uh, not a, more important than Joseph for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but if well, you, now churches are shut down. Yeah, my church is shut down. I've been laid off since March. Okay. Um, and we're supposed to rely on the government to take care of us or something. No. I mean, what, what's what's going on there? No. See, and I've it, applied to unemployment benefits. I haven't gotten mail in two or three days. This is the U.S. Postal Service that isn't coming to my yeah. art. They are not even showing up. Yeah. And you're talking about the Unemployment Development Office? They haven't even acknowledged my existence. That's good. So what percentage of, of my vote has anything to do with the fact that I might not be able to pay my rent next month? Mm -hmm. Well, I do care about unborn humans because I care about the right to life, but I also care about the rights that you have once you're alive to make a living. And, to, and this is all government caused. Government is so big that it's just, it's falling on itself and there's, to, there's no accountability. Mm -hmm. I, I have personally written the Unemployment Development Office over 20 times with no response. Not a single acknowledgement of my existence. So basically we live in, in what's becoming, the only way I can see it is, a, is in, yeah, I don't want to say what I do for a living, but it, it's what I do for a living is also yeah. what I would call a large dysfunctional bureaucratic machine mm -hmm. uh, and I see it more and more every day yeah. and uh, it's 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 sad to see it and uh, so <laughs> well, there, there, it's, it's it's this when I talk to some of these Democrats there's a sense of magical thinking like you make the government big enough and magically it's accountable and it's <laughs> It cares about you. They talk yeah, about yeah. Uh, compassionate government. The government is not compassionate at all. They will send you a letter maybe and not even sign it. 
There's no individual yeah. that signs it. There's no accountability. And how has bigger government been more compassionate to us? And how has bigger government made yeah. our lives easier? Right. Um, I mean, small government can be uncompassionate too. It's not necessarily the size. It's the structure of the thing. Yeah. And that's what I liked about the recent Republican thing is he was all about accountability. He wanted the government to be accountable to him or at least to an elected person to be able to be fired. If, if you know, someone's got to be fired. There's got to be accountability. Yeah. That's what he's up against. And what you, you have this nameless, faceless, huge bureaucracy that is totally unaccountable. It's taking in all this money and it, it's eating all this income because it needs to. It's so huge. And it, it doesn't even have a name. Yeah. A do, person. Do you remember um, a movie from the 70s? Sorry to throw this back, but it just kind of reminds me. Uh, I just got these images of, you remember that movie, Logan's Run? I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. So this is this is a classic movie. Okay. I, this is, I, I don't know when this was filmed. It's in the 70s. If, if, you, if you ever want to be really disturbed late at night. And, <laughs> and, yeah, and, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I need right now. And basically, uh, miss an entire night's of sleep. Uh, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. I don't know. Logan's Run. It's one of these movies that would play uh, sometimes on a Friday night, like at one in the morning on Channel <laughs> 4. And, and Is there any major stars in this? or is it, I, don't, I don't remember. I mean, you could, you could look up Logan's John Run. Ryan, John Wayne or anything? No, I, I, I'm sure there's someone who's got some recognizable name in there. But Jane Fonda. It was basically this government system where once, I think it was like the age of 30 or something like that, you were told to, uh, so the world was overpopulated and the government had this master plan and it was for the good of everybody. Now, by the time you hit the age of 30, for the good, of it was for the it was for everybody's laugh. good. And I laugh every time someone says that. I'm going to have to watch Logan's run now in light of the, the COVID-19 yeah. and the shutdowns. Don't all this say stuff. that word. Oh, yeah. And so you, I'm going to have to watch it now in light of it because it's going to be even more disturbing to watch. Um, but it was something like when you reached the age of 30, you would you would go to this central place. You were marked. You had some kind of a marker in you. And this is totally futuristic sci-fi. Wow. And you would go to this, this center. It looked like a shopping mall. But really, um, they would call it your rejuvenation period. <laughs> and you, you were called to the... And, and some, I forgot in the movie how it was indicated. It was, you had some mark that showed up in your skin. And so everyone around you would know, like, oh, you know, you're, you've reached the age of 30. So whether you chose this or not, it didn't matter. Everyone was like, you have the mark. You know, we can't do business with you. You know, we can't, um, we can't help you. Um, you need to go to the next reju rejuvenation meeting. 1970s. I th I'm pretty sure this was filmed in the 70s. And so when you, <laughs> so Logan's run is all about he goes and he, he's not buying into this. And he goes to this, <laughs> this building, which again, it looks like a huge three-story um, indoor shopping mall. And he sees these people ahead of him that are called like it's their turn to be rejuvenated and they make it a celebration. And everyone else who is like 19 and 25 years old, you know, they're all like clapping. And these people get sucked into this vacuum through the ceiling and they just like disappear. And Logan, you know, Logan figures out that, wait a second, this, this isn't rejuvenation. This, <laughs> uh, this is communal suicide and you don't even know it. And so he 
he runs and he runs from this and he he doesn't buy into the whole rejuvenation thing you've reached this age and 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 wow. he sees people clapping for him you should be happy this is your time your moment is your moment is here and he doesn't want to get sucked up into the fan or whatever that chops you to bits and he wow. he doesn't buy into it and so yeah. he runs and wow if those I, are people that don't wear masks now <laughs> I don't know what it is, but there's some kind of analogy. There, it's disturbing. So, yeah. are we are we gonna? My from my background growing up, I would say, hey, it's all about guns. It's all about abortion. It's all about you know, did the leader put his hands on the Bible a certain way? But well, let me let me put it this way: as an educator, you'll appreciate this. It's about attention span. So, I, I would say that the. Uh, that's a heuristic that that's a way of getting a summary i guess of important issues really quickly so that people can understand it fast because they have other stuff to do and i think abortion is a similar uh, thing in in america at least usually it is uh that it if people really get the the right answer on abortion, on individual rights, and being created in the image of God with with rights that are given by God that are that should be recognized by the government but not granted by the government. That's a whole frame of reference that they would take to other issues like making a living, and oh, right, okay, and I see what you're and, saying. and being able to protect yourself, yep. like with the Second Amendment, which yep. is really what that is all yep. about. Yeah. Second Amendment's not about hunting. It's not about, uh, you know, having a firearms collection or whatever like that. It, it's it's primarily about self-defense. It's about individual right to be free from criminal tyranny, absent yeah. the government yeah. protecting you. Yeah. So there's all sorts of things, and, and, and that's a generally pretty predictable heuristic. That's why I think Donald Trump has been very good if he's pro-life he's going to be good on the second amendment so if you're focusing if if i'm looking at a leader that i like and this person values individual freedoms that means this person yeah. values life yeah that this person values and my ability to protect my own life yes so so the, i guess maybe one of the more important questions that you have to look at is fundamentally do you does your life have value and does the leader that you're voting for, does he see individual life as having value? Because I would say, looking around at other countries in this world, they definitely do not value individual life. No, and uh, Democrats don't either. I think Democrats value big crowds, but they don't value the individuals in those crowds. Yeah, and so if you don't, if you don't value individual lives, then the, then the issue of saving a baby in the womb will never become important to you because that I mean, if you can't value someone who's staring you in the face, then uh, then valuing the life of the unborn will never have a chance. Well, I think they would say the mother is staring you in the face and she needs an abortion. That's what they would say. And so it's it's about her freedoms and her rights. But is it? 
is it about, or is it about just carrying an agenda that gives them some power through saying, we're giving you your freedoms, when really we know that abortion actually is, is something that enslaves women and actually puts them in, in a much worse position than, than before abortions were legal. In other words, who pays the price for an abortion? Does the, uh, it's, easy, it's easy for the guy to skip town, but the woman has the consequences. Yeah. And, and it's, if you can get rid of a life, then, the, then the, the, it takes a man and a woman to make a life. Of course, so, now they believe that a woman could impregnate a woman. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up. I mean, this yeah. is Roe versus Wade plus Blade Runner yeah. plus Tron. I don't even know what this is, but yeah. but and you know, you know, they're they're so far removed from reality yeah. at this point. But there was a time then, you know, this not where we got the term shotgun wedding. Where <laughs> I don't know about that. I think it's where okay, well, although I like the term shotgun, you're <laughs> you're dating someone. Uh, you're not married, and the young woman gets pregnant, and then uh, basically the town decides you're getting married, and even that, if even if that means by gunpoint, now you're getting married because you've started a family. Okay. And so yeah. now, gotcha. Uh, now that guy is he is responsible for that life, and he's responsible yeah. for taking care of that woman. Yep. But abortion completely frees the man from any responsibility. In fact. He could be indirectly responsible for four or five abortions with four or five different women, yeah. because we have a, an abortion-on-demand policy, where yeah. the woman, her choice, her choice, uh, or his choice, or no. his choice. Be careful. Yeah, and or so their choice. That's an example of, of freedom, and it's it's so convoluted in my mind. I can't even get my mind around it. Right. That's an example of giving someone freedom to choose, right? We're protecting their their right to choose, which is protecting someone's right. Isn't that also protecting their freedoms in some way? A choice, protecting your right to choose something would be protecting your freedoms? At that level of generality, yes. Okay, so, but in reality, it's actually turned but into... But they wouldn't let you have a gun in... The Capitol building, for example. <laughs> yeah, that's not your choice. That's not your choice. Yeah, so so that's not. <laughs> it's really dangerous to yeah. be in the Capitol building, <laughs> but yeah. you can't choose to pr yeah. protect yourself. I guess I, I, the only reason I mentioned that example is because there's a there's a U.S. representative now from Colorado. Yes, the name of the town is named Rifle. You can't make this up. Okay, praise the Lord. And I've been in that town, and I know that town pretty well. I mean, I don't know it that yeah. well, but I mean, I know it. Is this a congresswoman who's like five foot two and carries every day? She's yeah, yeah. I don't know how tall she is, but she's yeah. She's a uh, she's got four kids or something like yeah, that. Yeah, she's. Um, you wouldn't know she had four kids from looking at her, but she's a, an attractive, young, vibrant congresswoman. Yeah, she's yeah. basically a Democrat nightmare. Right. And she's got a Glock and, you know, she wants to take it into the Capitol building yeah. and she's saying, why can't I? Right. But I didn't mean to interrupt you, but. but. <clears throat> no. So giving her. Uh, so we we should have a system that protects her right to carry a gun because she's I saw her ad. Her ad is this, you know, I don't get um, armored protection around Washington, D.C. Yeah. 
she says, I'm a, I'm a five foot one or five foot two, 100 pound woman, with, um, uh, mom with four kids. Mm -hmm. And I carry a gun because, you know, without a gun, I can't properly protect myself. So, right. you know, I'm grateful that we live in a nation where she can carry a gun and protect herself because. Well, not in every jurisdiction. Right. And that becomes not, an issue. Yeah. Right. So if she gets a concealed carry permit in D.C., she can carry it legally. Yeah. But even then, she can't t take it into the Capitol building, I don't think. I don't know the law on that. I agree with her in the sense that I, I totally would fight for a governmental system or for a leader in that matter uh, that would protect her right to protect her own life, right? And now I've totally forgotten what I was talking about in terms of the abortion thing. But I, 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 well, I individual rights, individual rights, which ironically um, the dismiss right. the rights, mm -hmm. dismiss the rights of a life. Mm -hmm. And then you know you know we could go on for a year about that issue. There is no to me. There's no issue. A life is a life. A human life, even in the womb, in whatever stage, is a life and is worthy of protection. Um, but it's interesting how, under the guise of empowering or giving choice to women, you give them choice to destroy a life inside of them. The life inside of them has no choice, even though. No. And so you really, in their minds, they have to take away the issue of life. It's not, of course it's not alive. Of course it's not alive. It's it's not outside the womb, it's not alive. That's why they support things like late-term abortion. You know, five seconds later, after the child is born, it would be murder. And now, now they're even trying to change that. Where, hey, if the baby's born, but you decide you don't like it, after the baby's been born and you change your mind, we can go ahead and kill the baby. Right. Um, you know or what? Or let it die. Or let it die. We, I, I can see this in, in the future if this keeps rolling. Hey, if a kid reaches the age of seven, <laughs> and you just don't like being a parent, and you don't, you can't stand the thought of giving the child up for adoption. Let's just take him in front of a firing squad. Let me let me uh, be <laughs> philosophical for you. And you said the age of seven, uh, starting from when? <laughs> And you know, I'm, I'm not yeah. making a yeah. joke. I'm, I'm, I'm being serious. Yeah, you're right. Because a lot of the problem with talking about abortion is the problem with how we talk about yeah. birthdays. Yeah. And how old you are. Yeah. Ironically, the Chinese don't they celebrate your? They don't celebrate your birthday. They celebrate your date of conception. I don't know about the communist Chinese, but I know that pre-communist, yes, and and Vietnamese too. I have a Vietnamese haircutter that says that you're one when you're born. You're one when you're born. Says. Wow. So because they they don't the, the when you're born that's not when you begin to exist. That's just when an event that happens yeah, to you. Yeah. But we we talk about it like that's when you began. Because when we say when you're how old are you? I mean, how old is that toolbox? That toolbox is as old as when it began, but that's 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 true for anything. That how how old is anything is is as old as when it began. When you asked how old is the United States, it, it would be when it began, and then we could squabble over when it began. Seventeen seventy six. Oh. Is it eighteen seventeen eighty seven seventeen eighty nine? Right, right. You know, um, but you you always start from when it began, not after that so when we talk about how old are you we always even pro-lifers 
the most ardent Republican pro-lifers will talk will talk like pro-choicers. And then they try to argue with pro-choicers as if <laughs> the pro-choicers will always have a leg up on them. Because when did you begin? Well, you you uh, when can you drink? 21. Hmm. 21 years after what? Not after you were born. Sorry, not after you began, but after you were born. <laughs> That's pro-choice. That's not pro-life. And really, and they say that science is on their side. I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, they, they know the science. We say that begins. too. You know, uh, you know, how do you know anything about the life that occurred before it, it was manifested outside of the womb? So well, science is not a guy. It's not a person. It doesn't say anything. Yeah, true. So it's not like science is. We can have science on the show, and science says, yeah, uh, you, when you're born. <laughs> And we go, okay, science, thank you. So that was science. He's got a PhD in science. I guess the Did question you know that science has a PhD in science. <laughs> well, uh, I guess you, you get into trouble yeah. when, uh, because I believe God is the creator of life, mm -hmm. you get into trouble when you start defining what life is. Well, life by itself is some level of generality that is different than what you're talking about. You're talking about human life. Specifically, I'm I, talking I could, about human life. Because your kids killed a, a grasshopper earlier right. that was alive. Oh, yeah, yeah. That um, was life. But what We're I... are talking about human life. When you get into human life yeah. and you start seeing... There you go. Um, you're talking about human life, and you're saying, "Well, it it doesn't count. It doesn't count unless it's manifested outside the womb." And um, uh, there, so now you start to take the seed. Uh, you you start to supplant God, and you start to say, "Well, I'm going to define the world that I live in. I'm going to define what makes a person and what doesn't make a person. And a person ain't a person until." I can lift that person up outside the womb and they've got diapers on or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And that's a pretty big step. I mean, you if you ask anyone who has lost um, has lost uh, a child in the womb, maybe by uh, accident or um, sometimes medically there's like a spontaneous abortion or something like that, um, they're devastated. And oftentimes people will even have, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, will treat that life as if it it was already a child or five or six or seven years old and it's just to, to them it is a, it is real life but I mean sure. we're, I don't want to get into this thing where, where what it is to individual people um, but the problem is once you start putting labels on when human life begins mm -hmm. we get into real trouble and I you know again I'm, I'm glad that we didn't have a everything scripted out for this because you know we've talked about freedoms and then we've talked about uh, why would we elect someone based on a certain hinge issue like abortion or gun rights or something like that but if you uh, I think it's kind of it's interesting one thing I've noticed throughout this whole discussion it, it really comes down to if you value freedom 
real freedom. And, and, and you, you, Which I do. You, you value... You value the right of life to something that exists without, I don't know, without oppression. Well, the, the human part is important because in the Bible, and I know that you're going, oh, he's bringing in the Bible. But Genesis says there were all these days of creation. And on the day that he created humans, he said it was very good. It wasn't just good. It was very good. God created people in his own image. That's the only life that is created in the image of God. That's why mm. it's different. So you you guys in the kitchen earlier pronounced the death penalty on that <laughs> on that grasshopper. Yeah, yeah. And the, the grasshopper didn't get any due process. There was no riots for that grasshopper. Right. There was certainly, uh, Minneapolis is safe <laughs> when that grasshopper was killed by your kids. You know, the, no businesses are burned down or anything like that. Yeah. Because even uh, as pagan as Minneapolis people are, they recognize there's something special about human life. Right. And um, by the way, that's something we did we need to talk about because the issue of the the Floyd death that that really that that's related to abortion oh. and a lot of people don't make that connection hmm what well, how so well I would say that the government needs greater accountability and the police officer that killed him is part of the government Did you uh, did you see any of the video clips from that? Yeah, unfortunately, I can't get that out of I can't erase yeah. that from my memory. Yeah, I wish I hadn't seen it. And I'm pretty careful about what I watch, but it, that was pretty horrifying. Yeah, but that was the government killing that man. That almost goes beyond. Um, well, you know, I'm, that's just. If I, if I could separate the government from that, and I forget the police officer's name. And I, I don't even know, but it doesn't even matter. But, but you know. I mean, it matters for the legal process, but it doesn't matter in terms of. Yeah. I don't know the name of the lady that was shot in the Capitol yesterday. Or yeah, I, the name of the officer that killed her. Mm. But it's the same thing. So. She was trespassing. Oh, Really? That was the crime, I think, yeah. Okay. Which is, I think, a misdemeanor. Oh, that brings up an interesting issue of context. Then. It might be a felony. I don't know. It might be. It's, so, it, so I'm thinking of, I, I'm thinking, now, now I'm thinking of context here. Um, yeah. The, the life of someone who uh, is in the Capitol building at a time when they don't know who's good and who's bad. The context of a life of George Floyd, who's been pulled over by police officers. Um, well, yeah. he was passing, I think, currency that was fake or something like that. Okay. And I don't know all the details. Of Which is not a violent felony. It yeah. might be a felony, but it's not violent. I, some reports I saw something about he was kind of evading them for a little bit. But clearly the video I saw, 
you know, he had his hands up and he was, you know, he was saying, okay, okay, all right, that's yeah. it. Yeah, it wasn't it's, a violent felony. You know, he wasn't a violent a, felony. Is like murder, right. rape, assault. Yeah. But he was passing currency. That's a that's a felony against the banking institutions. Yeah, it, it's so hard. Or, it's so hard to draw a line there when people are when people are you're putting a value on. Um, it's 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 hard to say this because you if you're going back to your early example, was how is the government looking at life? Right in the George Floyd case, did they value his life? Is is that what you were? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean the the issue with accountability was what, where I was going. Where where I I talked about that earlier, where the government is not accountable, right? They'll send you letters that are not yeah. signed. Remember yeah. I said that. Yeah. And and Donald Trump is about making the the government more accountable. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. And okay. the, ironically, that was totally lost on yeah. on all the riots. Now, in the riots that, or you call them protests or riots, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they were violating other people's rights to make a living, to have buildings. You have yeah. a right not to have your building burned down. Yeah. You have a right not to be robbed right. and threatened and all that stuff. And the Democrats seem to be totally oblivious to those rights. So I, I was... That's about 25% of the way I vote. Yeah, maybe thirty percent. You're right, and and I think that they're not. Um, I, I guess one way you could look at it is how does someone value life? And if you take a situation like the George Floyd case, yeah, is now that's a situation that is that from a lot of angles, it's it's a it's it's an encounter that should not have happened. Um, of course. George Floyd is, you know, he's murdered basically from from everything I could tell, what I've seen of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so how does our government value life and protect life? In a situation like that, it's it's already done, sadly. It's over with. In the, in the issue of the, of the young woman who was shot in the Capitol building, it's already, it's it's happened. It's too late. So how do we show our, how do, how do we show that our, our leadership, our nation, our government is protecting life? I think it always has to show up in how we, how we respond. What is the gov- what is the government's response to this? So I, I'm an, I'm an imagine imagine in some countries and um, when if the police kill somebody or the government sends out an order to kill somebody uh, or in in the in the day to day job of a, a federal official shoots uh, someone in China, there's probably going to be very little recourse for that for the family of that person that was killed. There's the government's response is look, you know, this is government. This he was doing his job, and this person was killed, and too bad. You have no recourse as, as far as why this person was murdered. And uh, yeah, now I still want to always believe, and, and maybe I'm a dreamer, but may, I, I still always want to believe that America will do the right thing. In the case of George Floyd, that police officer, and I think almost universally everyone agrees, you know, he needs to be prosecuted for that. That, that well, that's where you're getting into an issue there, because then this is a totally different episode. Is on qualified immunity. Qualified immunity mm. protects the government from being sued, mm. unless the official clearly violated a pre-established right that the individual had. 
Hmm. Okay, that's going to get into some insider baseball that's, that we don't have time for. Okay. And that was the entire issue of the George Floyd issue. But 99% of people did not know that that was the issue. And the Democrats are on the wrong side of that issue. And 99% did not know that. Oh, you got it. We'll have to talk about that. Okay. That's, that's a totally different issue. Okay. But that's about government accountability. Hmm. See, abortion, we started this about abortion. Abortion is really about whether an individual private person can kill another person. That the mother can kill the other person, the son or the daughter. Yeah. And the George Floyd issue is about whether the government can do that without any recourse oh. whatsoever. That's a totally different issue. Yeah. Then you get into unions. When you think of the word union, do you think of Democrat or Republican? Traditionally, I would think of Democrat. And you would be exactly right because unions are Democrat and police are protected by unions. Uh. These are connections that people don't make. Mm. And that's because they go to Democrat schools that don't teach them yeah. this stuff yeah. because they're yeah. covering Democrat butts. Yeah. Democrats cover their own butts. They don't, they're not really interested in truth insofar as truth goes. They're mm. interested in winning elections. That's why Republicans yeah. must oppose them. But we also have to get Republicans up to speed on all these other issues because, you know, people, Republicans talk about abortion as the number one issue, 100% issue. Yeah. There's all these other issues that are related to that, but they're not exactly the same. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I Hopefully see Hopefully that it. makes sense. Yeah, no, I see it. Um, let me just play devil's advocate here real quickly then. Um, mm -hmm. What if you had a candidate who was great in all of the categories of management, leadership, uh, very knowledgeable, and uh, foreign foreign policy was just fantastic, mm -hmm. great track record. Um, but, uh, I mean, on all accounts, this was the person that anybody, Republican or Democrat, would want as their next president. Um, what if that person came out and said all these great things, but they're totally for abortion and they're going to fund it 500% over what our country's been funding it? Uh, would, would that change... Would that change your mind about it? Would that change your mind about that candidate? Maybe. I mean, it depends on whether I felt like they could come around and see the connection or not. Because hmm. and, and if no, then I'd be concerned. And it depends on the other candidates too. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, if that candidate is running against Joe Biden. I don't know. I mean, I might think that they would be, <laughs> I would vote for that other candidate. Yeah. You yeah. always prefer the better to the worse. Sure, sure. That's not a bad thing. Right. And you're never going to get the perfect candidate. So I, I understand you're not going to get the perfect candidate. Not, well, maybe. Um, not in this life. But I think I think what I've, what I've kind of gleaned from this is that it's it's tough to have a hinge issue. If, if everything hinges on one issue, you might be losing a lot on the other side of that. Well, the sad thing is, is that you just don't see what's at stake. Because you don't see what you're voting for. 
I mean, in other words, I'm, what I'm saying is, when I, uh, if I was voting for dog catcher, I would be for the best dog catcher, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, is abortion really an issue with dog catcher? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, what if the dog catcher has nothing to do with abortion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. want the best dog catcher? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So. But the same, it's, it, the issue is the same with sheriff. It's the same with county supervisor. It's yeah. the same with the president of the United States. What does the president have to do yeah. with abortion? Yeah. Uh, there's something there, actually, because the Supreme Court made abortion legal across the land. Right, right. And made it su- such a huge issue, actually. Right. And that was, that was Nixon's fault for nominating... Harry Blackman, yeah, who wrote yeah. the decision in yeah. in Roe versus Wade. But now I can kind of see the error in just saying, "I will only vote for the for the presidential candidate that is uh, against abortion uh, and who's pro life, pro life, pro life." And ultimately, uh, the job of president—it's not. You're right. That is not their only job. You got to look at the office as a whole. Yeah, and and and. It's got certain powers. It's got certain responsibilities. So, and the Supreme Court has already ruled on abortion. Yeah, that wasn't the president that ruled. That was the Supreme Court that ruled that. I think what's in the minds of the, if I could just think back to the people I grew up with, they're thinking that if you vote for the right person, the American culture will change. But how do you know who the right person is? <laughs> exactly. But we're, what, what they're thinking is. This leader will I come, see what you're saying. Yeah, they're going to... The culture they, issue. Right. It's going to, instead of... Um, instead, I hate to use the word... You can't community. change pol- culture. No, you can't. I, I, maybe the avenue we're looking at to fix all of our problems is is not the right avenue. Maybe the avenue... We're, in other words, everyone's banking 100%. That, that, that's on. almost too complicated to look at it, but I see where you're going with that. I think it's just easier to look at it. What's the president do... And will he do a good job of that? Hmm. I mean, it's really simple, actually. This pre- president nominates Supreme Court justices. The Supreme Court is why we got into Roe versus Wade. That's perfectly fine, yeah. Yeah. as far as the president goes. In terms of Congress and Senate, the same thing. They make laws, and laws do impact abortion. In terms of the infanticide bill yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, there might be reasons to think about abortion for state and local politics because a lot of these people come up and they then they eventually run for Congress. And so maybe you want to vet them early on. Yeah, and, and you it's know, fine. exactly. And maybe, you know, to the point that I heard um, I heard today about someone being, you know, criticized about, well, if you want to run to the Capitol and raise a stink about our leaders, but do you know who your local leaders are? Yeah. Do you know anything about who's running the show in your community? Um, you tie, know, tie your shoes before you start running. There you go. Uh, and I think I, I have grown up with the, with the mentality of like it, it's it's always about running to the capital and changing changing the yeah. and, and hey there are things in the capital that need to change but if you don't even know what's going on in your community yeah and if people would I heard a quote yesterday from someone I don't know I forget where I heard it is. Um, be where your feet are. Mm-hmm. Be where your feet are. And I think it was actually a reference to um, 
we live in the age where everyone is going out to dinner together or Starbucks or something and everyone's on their own phone, right? Everyone's on their phone oh. and everyone's talking to each yeah. other, okay? Yeah. Um, it's kind of sad. Yeah, and I, 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 heard, I heard this quote yesterday and I, I forget now who said it, but uh, it's be where your feet are. In fact, this individual who said it said he saw it on someone uh, who actually had it tattooed on their arm or their hand or something like yeah. that. Be where your feet are. Um, if you're, if I'm, if I'm thinking of, if I'm always thinking of something that's, it's in the capital, it's in Washington, yeah. D.C., it's in Sacramento. Well, might it's, as well be on the moon. It's in Olympia, Washington. It's wherever it is. Yeah. It, it's great to have that bigger mindset because we do vote who goes there. However, sure. if you can't, if you don't know anything that's going on in your community and who your local representatives you're are. You're out of touch. Then maybe you're maybe you're you're what did you what did you say maybe you're trying to run the race without tying your shoes yeah yeah well you're out of touch you're like a millionaire that doesn't understand the basic things about paying rent oh and what like ask a typical millionaire what the price of milk is <laughs> I did know a millionaire seriously I did know one millionaire that I would drive around to buy a discount milk for him. I know the price of milk. Yeah, but you're right. Which is what you can, you know. <laughs> the, 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 like Nancy Pelosi probably has no idea what the price of yeah. milk is. Yeah, or, or or a box of saltine crackers and a can of chili. The can a can of chili is probably seventy nine cents at Trader Joe's yeah. on sale. Eighty nine cents if not. Saltine crackers, I don't know, maybe. Two nineteen at Walmart. Is it two nineteen? I'm no. gonna take that. Sounds guess. pretty high. <laughs> two nineteen. I was gonna at say one nineteen. Okay, but uh, the price of milk right now is about two seventy nine at Ralph's. If you want to get the the lactose free, I think that's a good. I think that's a good way to look at it, though. Is you're right. You send for, for uh, a half a quart. You could you could send a millionaire to the store, and he would probably pay um, nine dollars for a can of chili and not think anything about it because. Who knows? They don't live in that world. Yeah. And so it's, sure. it's, if I'm saying my whole political perspective of our country is just, is rises and falls based on who the, who the commander in chief is, mm. then maybe my, maybe I'm out of touch with what's really going on in my country, especially mm. if I have no maybe. idea what's going on in my own community and who the people are in my own community and what they believe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, that's about an hour. Um, 58 minutes is about, uh, that's a good average length that I've yeah. seen right there. Okay. So. Sounds good. All right. That's a wrap. Until next time. Until next time. See ya.